Welcome to this week's edition of Audio Joyride. Max? It's good to be back. It's good to be back. We took a week off last week, uh, but we are back in action just like Formula One was this weekend, but we're back. Bigger and better than ever. Bigger and better than ever. Anyways, um, <laughs> my name is Charlie Wakus. I'm your host. Joined with me is my co-host, Max. Uh, Go Max ahead. Peeper. Max Peeper. Max you almost interrupted oh, me. I almost did, but I didn't. And I'm 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 proud of myself for you that. You should be. Just a little tap on the back, you know. So, uh, for those just tuning in, um, and for those you know who you can spend a minute, uh, we'll go over the format real fast for Audio Joyride. It's a three-part segment or a three-part show, I should say. We'll open it up with paddock chat, a little bit of news, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We usually open up with a, a buttload of Formula One news, uh, but this week we have a little bit from Car and Driver. And maybe Motor Trend or wherever you got your articles this week, Max. Yeah. A little this, a little that. And then we'll uh, we'll dive into uh, this or that. I might rename the game show next week. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not really feeling this or that anymore. But in yeah, essence... It could use a better title. It could. But in essence, it's, it's a clip-guessing game show. Um, and we'll play... We, this week's theme are Asian Motors. Um, mostly Japanese. I don't think I have any Korean motors in there. Um, but we'll have a little fun with that. And then we'll have our, our Carboys chat segment, our deep dive. And uh, we talked a little bit last week about you know electric cars, but we're going to do it again. Um, this time about uh, a, a particular car company um, that I'm actually a, a really big fan of and what they're doing. But let's open it up right to the top of the show, eh? Paddock chat? Let's do it. Do you want to do, do an article or should we just do get Formula 1 out of the way? We could get Formula One out of the way. Let's get Formula One out of the way. Um, so the Turkish Grand Prix uh, last year was the the Turkish I- Turkish ice skating rink. This year was uh, they improved the grip conditions, so Valtteri Bottas actually won the race. Um, instead of doing like twenty three donuts last year, he was spinning all over the place last year. He was out of control. Yeah. But this year he was in pole position and he won the race. Good job. It's too bad he's moving to Alpha, and, but and unfortunately for stopping overtook Hamilton hmm. on the leaderboard, which is really, really unfortunate. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that, shall we? Um, for those who don't know, big Red Bull guy over here. Um, not so big Red Bull guy over there. Uh, Max, why don't you tell him what your what your what's your team again? Uh, Lewis Hamilton. We like the Mercedes. We like you like Mercedes. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's a real shame. So um, not at all. Yeah. Well, I Not think so. I well, we'll save that discussion for another day. Mercedes but, is a superior engineering platform. And then, so so tell me why Red Bull has overtaken them in the standings twice actually this year. How how, how have they done that if they're inferior? I'm not saying they're inferior. I'm just saying that Mercedes is superior. And, you know, mm. there's sometimes you win some, you lose some. But in the end, Lewis Hamilton's going to win. You think? I think. Wow. We'll just have to wait and see. But this, uh, the last couple of races have been uh, a cascade of engine penalties. They have. Uh, Lewis Hamilton actually, he qualified for pole on Saturday. But on Sunday, he had to take a 10-place grid penalty. Usually, if you replace, if you swap a whole motor, a whole engine, you have to go all the way to the back of the grid. I'm not quite sure how they pulled it off, how they only pulled off 10 places, but uh, they must have swapped just few enough components Yeah, that they, they only took a 10-place grid penalty, which was fine. Um, and then, right at the end, uh, Mercedes really mucked up his tire strategy. And then also, Lewis decided that he was going to stay out, so that didn't help either. No. Um, if uh, if, if you go back and watch the replay, um, there was a, actually a couple people that went all the way to the end of the race on intermediate tires. I saw that, yeah. Which is, I think Esteban did that, and that's what Lewis wanted to do, and they wouldn't let him. And so seven laps left, they pulled him, and that didn't that didn't end well. But yeah, um, I watched the post race interview with with Christian Horner and. He said there was there's a weird graining phase for those tires. Um, intermediate and wet tires are designed a little bit different than the slicks, to the point where slick tires are designed to get hot. They have a very hot operating temperature, and you have to get them hot in order for them to be tacky and sticky, so you can do full cornering g forces. 
Now, with the intermediate and the wet tires, those compounds are designed to have a much lower operating temperature. So if you run them on a dry surface, uh, they get hot. They get a lot hotter than the other tires, or just they, they're out of the operating window. So they melt and they, they, they yep. degrade a lot faster. And so what the teams were discovering was that the intermediate tire towards the middle of the race wasn't the tire to be on. Um, I forgot. There was someone who came up with a really clever name for it. Um, interdry? Inter-something? It was it was a weird phase that the tire went through where it would machine off, Christian said, it was like machining off a couple like millimeters of the tire to the point where like the exterior of the tire still had tread to it so it could huck off water, but the middle of it was like a slick. Yep. It was a very weird look, but it worked. It, it wasn't, I don't know, maybe Pirelli will design a tire like that for the future but um i think you know two wet tires is probably enough yeah but it was very interesting um so yeah um valtteri took first which was you know a little a farewell first place um we've seen it before uh, with sergio good yeah what do you what uh, what's your take on valtteri's uh the whole you know he's won a race now but he's you know it's still bittersweet that he has to depart yeah it's unfortunate but at least mercedes won a race that's true. Yeah, that's uh They're on the leaderboard. Yeah, it's it's up there. Valtteri still is behind. Um, no, I think Valtteri's ahead of Norris in the standings. I yeah, think I right think now. he's third. Yeah, but Norris, amazing driver still. I mean, yeah. it's a shame what happened to him in Russia, but you know he'll be back. Um, yeah, that's really all we. I mean, okay, so the standings, official standings, I believe, um, Valtteri took first. Um, and then Verstappen and Second. Verstappen and um, and Checo took P two and P three. Yeah. Um, can we just talk about their livery and like the the suits that they were wearing yesterday? Around yeah, yesterday, it was a very sleek look. I did dig them. They yeah? looked good. Even the Mercedes guy likes yeah. the uh, the new the new digs. Ooh, someone called me, Johnny. Ah, oh, Johnny, I'm busy. Wait, I answer your phone call. Uh, anyways. Yeah, so then um, I believe fourth was, was it Carlos Sainz? Or was it? I know Hamilton was fifth. I don't remember. Yeah, here here we go. Pulled him up. Leclerc. Leclerc, Leclerc was fourth. Um, yeah, there was a weird, I, I was watching um, WTF1, the YouTube channels, um, their internet's best reactions, and Matt brought up an interesting thing I never really thought about. Carlos Sainz isn't really f- featured in any of like the televised broadcasts, he's very rarely actually showed. No, that's very true. And he, that's been a thing since his Red Bull days, since his McLaren days, uh, Renault. Yeah, he's been to four teams. He's kind of going all over the place. That was a water bottle, by the way. But yeah, um, but, and cool background sound effects. Yeah, I guess we could we could put that in as like a transition clip. But yeah, he was featured a lot yesterday. So good for him. He's yeah. first time with the Tifosi. Yeah, he really did. And I mean, he was taken as um I think Jensen Button was doing the the color commentating yesterday. Yep. He was pointing out, like towards the beginning of the race, he was picking off a, a car a lap. Like, he was going. Yeah. Good for him too. I mean that the Ferrari finally got their car figured out, or I should say they got it figured out without cheating. Um, so that that's good. But yeah. yeah. All right. I think that's enough Formula One. If you want to see more standings, you can go to Formula One's page. I don't know the URL off the top of my head because I'm not actually a robot. I uh, just you know pretend that i work at best buy sometimes um max why don't you uh why don't you top us off with some new news what do we what we got well i think a lot of people know that uh supply chain management's been affecting our country oh has it now it has just just a little bit no significantly uh, automakers have been feeling the brunt of those impacts have they especially with covid Mm, that certainly didn't help things no it did not and so um Especially with the chip shortage, as mm. you folks may know, oh yes, is uh, a huge issue with the supply chain, uh, from manufacturing it to um, delivering it to the cars to then having those cars imported to the United States. Sure. And so now the prices of cars have actually gone up exponentially in the United States because of this chip shortage, and there is a shortage, I think, of over seven million cars this year. Wow. Yeah. And it's a big number. Them, them aren't rookie numbers. Them are, no, yeah. it's bad. It's really bad. And so I think car manufacturers are actually 
on record to lose about $261 billion this year wow. because of it. And so that's ridiculous. Yeah. That must so. hit companies like Tesla really hard. Yo, seeing big as time. Their, yeah. their entire vehicle is designed around. I mm, Maybe it's not as big as we think it is. You mean the chip well, shortage uh, or no, te- no, 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 for Tesla? For Tesla. I, I mean, they do use a lot of autonomous well, technology. So. But here's the thing. Mm. All the components of the batteries are all, poor. like, they're like the chip in the sense that they use the same natural resources, which all oh, come from Africa. Right. Which, now because of COVID, they've had a hard time mining and supplying those resources to China to make those batteries, which, yeah. no. So Tesla might see. be, you know, EV, the EV market might be, you know, up there. I'm being hit. Yeah, definitely. So uh, what else you got in that article? Is that about it? You know, that was about it. Yeah. Um, you know, with the supply chain, people are kind of getting worried now. And it's even with, you know, any any day life goods such as food, groceries, and that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's definitely negatively impacting our society. But Which is, yeah, it's, I really hope we rebound soon. Um, yeah. There was, you know, we, we think we're getting up there, and then all of a sudden we, you know, lose an entire shipping ship of chip shortages or, um, you know, TSMC chips in the in the ocean between Japan because they sunk a ship. That was a long time yep. ago, but it's a funny example I like to bring up. But it's interesting you bring up that article. Um, no, don't do that. Okay, car and driver I found today. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, the uh, the Bay Area the Bay Area Grant Program offers you up to ninety five hundred dollars to trade in your gasoline car for an EV. Now I heavily recommend you don't do this, but um, for for reasons we've stated before and reasons that we'll talk about later, but they, the the brunt of the article states that um, you know if you are currently driving a car in the Bay Area um, from 2005 or, or um, older, you can get anywhere between $5,500 and $9,500 to spend on a plug-in electric or hydrogen vehicle. That doesn't buy you anything. No, it's but I mean there's other tax breaks too. But here's the thing, at least they're giving stipends to try to reverse people from using gas powered vehicles. That's true. They're and the, trying to advance. Mm, know, there's a big technology. effort to try and, you know, make advancements in the car. I mean, in my opinion, it's kind of a scheme to make the electric market happen. Yeah. Seeing as every auto manufacturer wants to be fully EV'd by 2025 or 2030, I think that's bogus. I think there's we need to focus on different ways. All hail the great V12 engine. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to beat that. Everyone, everyone switches over to V12. Just imagine a Camry going down the I-43. You know, I came up with oh, a oh. pretty great idea the other day with my dad. Oh, here we go. I want to hear this. Okay. Okay. You're excited. You know what they need to do? Uh, which, t- Toyota? Subaru. Oh, Subaru. Okay, okay. Subaru, all right. What are we thinking? They need a WRX STI version of, drumroll please, the Subaru Outback. Wouldn't that be pretty sick? I think that'd be really fantastic. Really? Like a good five, six hundred horsepower Outback with an incredible suspension. Would it look like the current Outback? Maybe a little sleeker. I would. I would want it a lot Le- sleeker. A lot I, sleeker. I, I'm honestly like I would. But know, the size you know in that like hatchback. I think the 2006 Subaru Outback made it into an SDI with six. I think that'd be great. I'm just it not. A, I'm be, not a fan of the current Subaru it's body. It's a little style. too big. It's it's too big. It's too. It's square. honestly. You know what's crazy? Mm. Is it's actually longer than the Forester. Is it really? Yeah, it's the longer Forest, than the Forester. The Forester's kind of taken a different approach to what it used to be. It has. It's way more sportier now, mm. which I like. Have you driven the... Oh, you driven my Forester Sport. Mm-mm. You never let me. You drove in it, though, with me. I was in it with you, yeah. Yeah, but... And I drove my uh, my dad's work Forester, like, the whole 50 feet out of the driveway. But in that 50 feet, I instantly I, thought to see, myself, this thing. is way better than any Outback I've ever driven. See, the Forester, and especially the Sport Edition, is mm. much better because it's so much peppier, yeah. especially on the highway. Mm-hmm. Because the Outback, it's, it really lags. Even with the um, 
bigger. What's the the engine you can upgrade to? It's the ah yes. It's the the 3.6 yeah, R. Yep. Yeah, that engine. Oh, we'll get to that later. But yeah, it's. I think. I think that'd be really neat. I yeah. just they I, just uh, need like a Hellcat engine. That sounds pretty <laughs> pretty good. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. They'll never match Dodge's naming scheme. No. No, but yeah, uh, that's maybe they much call it the 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 Subaru Panda. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I'd be down with that. I think that's it for the stipend article. Oh, so actually, it's it's so they used to have this program. This isn't new, essentially. It was a thing back in 2019. Um, but you know, money runs out. Money yep. talks, but money also runs out, and they ran out of money for the program. And, and I think somehow, that was a bad year to do it, too. Oh, that, back in 2019? Because of COVID. Well, 2019. Well, COVID didn't really hit till 2020. But Oh, that's true. Yeah, I, but they found somewhere in the budget, they found 8.3 mil um, to re-incentivize this program. And I think with up to $9,500 plus all of the incentives you get for buying an EV, especially in California, because yeah. everyone's so, hit, you know, they all love their EVs over there. But yeah, um... I think I think hydrogen would be the right way to go. I think we need a better infrastructure for hydrogen first. Yeah, I agree. But um, I don't. EVs EVs are flawed for a number of reasons. I think they're they should be treated more as an exotic item than a mass communicator. Cause yeah, I don't know what the benefits are of it either, though. I don't know. It's uh, it, we're we're too early. I think. Yeah. Like these things have been around since twenty. Well, when did Tesla make them big? Twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Yeah, I think just around that time. Yeah, I, I mean, mean there was other companies that kind of made prototypes, but that's really when the right. whole EV market kind of exploded. Yeah, well, that's all I have for that article. I believe you have one more in store. I do, and, and it's does it's it have fun. something to do with, uh, with a teaser? Time? With a teaser? It, it's a teaser. Yeah, the Civic Si. Ooh, the, so correct me if I'm wrong. Honda Racing. Wait, so not it's not GR. It's not Kazoo Racing. It's from Honda Racing. Yeah. Okay. They just teased the new Civic Si. Is the S? I feel like the Si hasn't been around in a while. No, I don't think it. I has think they really. killed that badge. They a did a couple years ago, but, but now it's back. They may have reinstated it, and it kind of looks like a Toyota Camry. Take Does a, it? Take a look, viewers. If you are so inclined, um, go on your mobile or laptop devices and look up the 2022 Civic. Doesn't the front? SI. It mm, it kind of does. It's it, got hood vents though. Yeah, that's that's cool. That gets me riled up. <laughs> a little bit of hood vintage on the top. You can't really tell anything body wise, but that's and it's got a big old wang on the back. I think they've changed. I don't. I, I they better it. have sub four hundred horsepower. If it doesn't, then that's just a waste of money. Mm, you mean um up more than four hundred? Yeah. I think for I think it's anywhere between 300 and 400 everyone will be happy. A car like that really doesn't need it just needs to sound good at like a solid 360 But they have power. not made the Honda sound good. They just sound bad. Mm, I guess I've never really paid attention to how Honda's sound. I mean they just sound like the Racer. Yeah. When you think of Racer you think of a Honda Civic with a fart can out the back. That's what yeah. that is what you think of. Which, you know... Is it the worst thing, but it's, you know... it's It uh, appeals to a certain crowd. It does. And there's nothing... Honestly, I wouldn't mind one. Actually, I was up north um, for I, a, I, an outing. I, and, uh, oh, go ahead. What, what a Honda Civic, though. What you would it? want a Honda Civic. I would want one? You just said, like, you wouldn't mind one. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't actively seek one out, but if, like... If Honda there was Civics a good... If there was like a, driving Priuses. Oh, I want to hear this. Why is that? Like, they're the laughing stock of, like, automobiles. Like, although there's, like, a sportier version of the Honda Civic. Sure. You know the Honda Civic's the most stolen car in the United States. Oh, of course, because they're super easy to... I would think... I would expect more from a Japanese car maker, but that's interesting. I don't know. I Like, if a good one came up, if there was a good deal on one, I would I would get one. Uh, just be- I buy a Fiat before that. Ow! Yeah, we know you're a Fiat man. We know. I still have to give you a ride in my dad's. Yeah, you do. Oh, it's funny you bring that up. Before we get into this or that, the game show, 
Um, I went for a ride, and I got to drive Avi's BRZ this weekend. How was it? So let me tell you. I sat into your car, right? And yeah. I, I was like, this is fun. And then you like tried to convince me that it was like everything I ever dreamed of. And eventually I went, oh, yeah. Um. And then eventually I got on board. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. I sat in the BRZ. I did one downshift, and I floored it onto the highway. And I went, this is like a glove. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to semi-consider it. The BRZ is like where I feel at home. I, and like the clutch just, just just wait till you drive my dad's. Okay. It's a I'll total wait. different. I feel like everyone's giving me test drives have, in their car. Does he have um He's done anything to it. No turbo? Mm-mm, not yet. He's oh, going okay. he's going to he's going to change out some stuff. I told him he needs a new clutch cuz it's uh it's engaging right at the top of the pedal. Yeah. So, it's it's I I asked him if he's done a clutch swap on it. He goes, "No, it's a stock clutch." I'm like, mm. Might be might be time for a new one, but I don't know. I, there's something about. It. I need a little bit more seat time, but the seat hugs you more. They just there's more car. But that's not. There's see, more, that's it's, not it's, the Abarth. For, you drove. You didn't drive the Abarth version. No, but also the Abarth was auto. No, it's, my dad's is an auto. It's stick. No, the you. We went for a drive in your white Abarth. Yeah, I know, but we have my dad's is an Abarth. Oh, it's also an Abarth. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it has... So your mom and your dad both have A-bars? Yes. And then the son gets a Fiat? Okay, here's (laughs) the thing. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. The A-barth my dad has Uh is... um, It has over 100 more horsepower than mine. I believe it. It's got a turbo. I can hear the wastegate from the iPhone video. It's amazing. It sounds great. Speaking of things sounding great... I think it's time. Oh, yeah. I think it's time for the game show. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to This or That. Play along at home if you would like. Um, but for this show, um, I'll play some clips. I'll uh, maybe give them, uh, Max, a couple. Sometimes we have a special guest, and they play along as well. Today, it'll just be Max and myself. But I will play some clips. And Maybe Max, next time I play some clips for you and you try to guess. Oh, now we're switching the narrative. We are. I would. I would. Maybe next time we'll do Let's like do that. like two, three. Yeah. Like we. So I like that idea. But for tonight, I have the clips. So let's uh, let's play a couple clips, shall we? Here's our first clip. I started a little bit easy. Um, the end of this clip does give it away. So right. if you don't if you don't get it, uh, it's okay. I, I won't. I won't be too mad. I can't be mad. Um, usually. All right, here we go. All right. The end. The end of that clip really sells it. Yeah. It starts I mean, to break what, up on the top end, but that last. What What are we like? So we're in we're in Japan. Oh, that's a GTR then. Nope. Mm mm. Actually, it's a specific engine. It's a very highly oh, is that a Supra. Su- well, is that a Supra. It's not. It, it's an engine. It's not a car. This one is just. It's mostly just engines tonight. Oh. This, this engine, I would call the. Oh, is the, this the Mazda RX-7? Mm-mm. Nope. No. No, but this is the drift staple. This car, this engine, um, gets swapped into. Um, it gets swapped into Corvettes. It gets swapped into Supras. It gets. It, it's like. It's like how the the um what's Chevy's motor? The Oh the LS? The LS. It's the LS of Japan, I would call it. It's not a V. It's a straight six. I'm blanking. Okay. Do you want some options? Yeah. This is either um hmm. Do you want to just know it? I can't give you options for this. Yeah. This is a two J Z. I literally just said a Supra. No, but it's a specific. This isn't. This came in more than just the Supra. The two JZ. This this came in the Celica. This came in the Supra. This came in. The Supra made the two JZ famous. Right, but it was the two JZ. Okay. Yes, I was right. Half point. Half point. We'll give you a half point for that. All right, we ready for our next clip? All right, let me fire away. This is. Difficult not being able to let you see right, it. Dude. I'll let you know the engine instead of the car, apparently. Now, well, this one you you gotta know. Well, I, it's a little bit of both. Ooh, 
Yeah. Isn't that spicy? That almost sounds like a it's not. crotch rocket. Oh, uh, no, it's not that either. No, I know. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Okay. Try not to deafen the viewers. What do we think? That's tough. So it is not out of a street legal car. I'll start with that. This is out of an endurance car. Oh, I don't know endurance. Made by Mazda. Oh, is it? I don't know. This is a 787B, a four-rotor rotary. This is the car, on the first podcast we talked about it, this is, so the rotary is the Magic Dorito, right? And usually they come in two rotors. They put four rotors in. You can make, honestly, you can make a rotary as many rotors as you want, as long as you could fit it. But this is a four rotor, and this sounds almost identical to the V12 F1 era. Really? I, I would argue this sounds pretty it, close. I, I would say it does. It's it, it screams. I couldn't find in that clip a uh, high enough pitch to like really sell it, but... It goes hard. It it's, does. Yeah, and I I think they sound amazing too. It's too it, you know they're a flawed design, but they're they they would have been designed just a little bit better. Um, they're if much. Charlie was on the design team. It would. Yeah, been you know Charlie, the comms student, um, who does all the video editing. You know he'd be a great engineer for this project. Okay, totally. this one this is the car um, car and engine that really inspired this um, this part of this segment um, to do Japanese engines. So here we go. You ready? Fire away. Fire away. That little blurb at the end should have given it away. It's a very buttery engine. This is this is when people when people talk about engines that sound really really good, it's it's this engine. Very smooth. It's very. Are we talking a V6? Uh, we are. This is a V6. Are we talking? Does it? Does the car company start with an N? It does. That car company, Nissan. It is Nissan. Are we so talking? We're, we're getting a warm. Nissan GTR. We are not. Oh, this is the. Uh, this is not the G. No. Oh, you're. This is the. Um. Oh God, what's. Why am I blanking on the... It's one of the threes. Why am I blanking There's on the only name? two three cars. It's the other smaller one. What the heck is that? What? I'm blanking. You're blanking? This is bad. Charlie, I know this. Yeah, you do. Come on. Oh, my God. What's the name Donut, of Donut, Um, The Donut Media Group did uh, a high-low... A whole high-low series on I this know, car. I know. I know exactly what car you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. TJ Hunt has two of them. Yeah, he has I the know. the five and the I, seven. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I just can't think of the name. This is a Nissan 370Z. Yeah, 370Z. God. But the motor in question. Now, this motor isn't really swapped into much. It's not really that kind of engine, but it does sound really good when it exhausted. Does. This is a VQ, mm-hmm. and VQs are just... Almost as the namesake EQ would be, you know. But, yeah, it's a oh, spicy little little engine in there. We got two left. All right. All right. Let's uh, get all situated. You're tricking me these days, Charlie. I'm, this, these are fun. We're, we're back in business, baby. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Well, that's a v- V12. You think? Yeah. All right. It's Italian. It is not. This is this is Japanese day, remember? This is all Asian cars. Oh, now I've got them. Now I've got them. I have no clue what that is. Um, It is not a V12. It's actually a V10. 4.8 liter. Makes 553 horsepower. This was the car. I remember this was like this was early days of me being on YouTube. I remember watching this video. This was the car that they recorded engine notes and they pumped audio into the car. This was the one of the first cars that they actually pumped engine noise into the car so you could like feel the engine more. I can't. 
picture that. It's got three tailpipes coming out the back. Oh, is that the Lexus LFA? That is the Lexus LFA. Yes, it is. Okay, I, I. That's yep. good. That was a good one. There you go. That see, that is one of the best sounding cars. It's in my it, opinion. It it was the closest Japan ever got to Europe. Yeah, that thing. And it's oh, it's such a screamer. It's a fun car. I forgot about that car. I forgot that was Japanese. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I recognized the noise. I just forgot it was. Yeah. It, it it does sound remarkably similar to a Italian. It does. It really does. But, but it's um, gorgeous. It's, oh, it really. It's, it's an elegant sound. It's an expensive car. It is. But it has, the market value has increased. Because yeah, they don't make them anymore. Well, I know. So, I don't know why they stopped production of them. They re- um, it's just. I don't think it really sold that. I feel well. like Japan's doing a weird thing with the with like sports cars nowadays. Yeah. Like they're pulling out of F one. They stopped making really? that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You're they've right. been in and out of F one ever since yeah. the two thousands. Back in the nineties, they were really flying with McLaren. But other than that, I mean, they really they've been in and out. I think they were in it from twenty fifteen to eighteen, somewhere in there. Yeah. Or thirteen to. They were part of the 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 turbo hybrid start of their era for McLaren, and then they just bogged. And then they came back with Red Bull, and now they're leaving again. So Red Bull, Red Bull's in an interesting position. Yeah. Um, we'll dive a little bit into this. They're they're a red they're an energy drink company that has one of the best, one of the fastest cars on the planet before they were in F1. Even though they're in F1, they're still one of like the top two, three fastest cars on the planet. Yep. They make their own arrow. They make everything. They have their own driver set. And by the end of this year, they're going to have their own powertrain division. They're going to be making their own engines. Uh, an energy drink company. Which is pretty cool. It's nuts. I think what, whatever Red Bull. But it's a good thing that they are. Oh, because yeah. Because they keep getting screwed. They got screwed by Renault. Actually, that was about it, honestly. Yeah. Because they did. They won all four of their world titles with Sebastian in the, with Renault engines. Yeah. And then. The, I remember that era. Yeah. It was, I don't, but. I was pretty incredible. I wasn't awake then. I was I was kind of sleeping. But we have one more engine sound. Um, this one, if you get this, um, we'll go to Doba. Or we'll get Insomnia or something because I'd be very surprised if you can get this. You ready? Given what you've given me so far. This is this is going to be a stumper. And it's it's Japanese. Yep. I've definitely heard that before. Oh, you have. Play it again. Okay. You used to hear it every day. With two left cylinders. I hear it every time I go for a drive with two left cylinders. My mom hears it every time she goes for a drive with two left cylinders. Oh, it's just the... Is that the BRZ? Nope. Is it Subaru? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the uh, STI? Nope. We talked about it earlier today. It doesn't have four cylinders. It has... That's not an Outback. Mm, actually, that's a Legacy. What? And they have it in... Um, they have Yo, it in legacies. They, they have put it in an outfit. exhaust on that, didn't they? No, no, that's just straight pipe. Catback. No way. What engine is that, Max? I don't even know. The EZ30 3.0R. That's bad. I should know that. That is a six. That's the H6. Mm. Yeah, this is a bad mamajama. Bad mamajama. Oh, I wonder how bad head gasket repl- head gasket replacements would be on that thing. That'd be a pain. Not good. Pain in the butt. All right, we're gonna go. I think for five or seven minutes, we'll do, we'll go to a quick music break. Uh, but when we come back, we'll talk about some some EV things, buyer bewares, why you should, why you shouldn't, maybe just a little bit of this that. Um, but yeah, I'm just stalling because I can't find my playlist. Max, uh, what do we think of those clips, eh? You have a good time. Those were tricky, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Were you a fan? You really got me going. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy, you know that? Tell me something I don't know. 
Um, Ooh. We actually, uh, the first guest of the year recommended us this song. You ready? Really? Here we go. We'll come back within five to seven minutes. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. Alrighty, welcome back. Oh, that was an entertaining break. That was fun. Highway Tune gets me every time. Oh yeah. Ford versus Ferrari. Am We're I watching correct? that. We're watching that this was it Friday night. Let's do it. After Rockathon. Oh yeah, a little plug to the whole three people that might be listening. Rockathon on MU Radio is this Friday at seven o'clock. It'll be broadcasted, I believe, on Marquette Radio. Uh, it will also be televised as of last week. Uh, it'll be televised on Marquette University Television. I believe it'll be on YouTube. So stay really? tuned. Yeah, I think I'm a, I'm a part of that. So that'll be fun. Hell yeah. Gotta get a little crew together. Put it, make it a nice little little broadcast out of it. But we do have one last segment of the show tonight before we bid you adieu, and that is electric vehicles. Now. I want to get I want to get your take on this first. Yeah. Oh my god. You, okay, I want to get your take on this first. EVs, where do you do you like them? You hate them? Your favorites? I don't mind them. No. I like that they're fast. Mhm. However, I don't think they are sustainable for the future. Okay. Elaborate on that. I just think that, especially in Africa, the way that the resources are mined mm-hmm. uh, um, and the amount of you know um, production and resources that are needed to make those batteries in order to make the cars function, um, as well as all the components from the tires to the metal that needs to be made for the body of the car, sure, all require man-made resources that kill the planet and in doing so i think there are better alternatives that we could use um you know tesla actually had a good idea okay i don't know if you heard their plan but they want to their new engine or why am i saying engine their new electric vehicle i think they want to get a million miles out of it and the way they would do it is then while you're at work um, they, what's pretty incredible about it is that it's connected to your phone. So then with the, um, autopilot mode, it could go around and act as an Uber and go around and pick up people and generate revenue for you. So every time you pick up people, then you're basically paying for your car. What does that have to do with renewability though? It doesn't. It's just kind of <laughs> cool. I think um, I remember a long time ago, um, within the past 10 years, um, there was a scandal, or not a scandal, but there was a, a lot of hype around the fact that there was a rear-facing camera inside Tesla vehicles. And people could never figure out why that was in there. And it, you know, Tesla released a statement, oh, it's just for... Uh, and I believe they said it was for a future project. And then they released this idea that your Tesla could go pick up people as yeah. an Uber. That's what that camera's for. It's got to be. It has to be. But here's the thing. Uh, there's this handy thing that pretty much all stores sell. It's, it's, uh, I believe it's called scotch tape. And so with scotch tape, what you do is you rip yourself off a piece of the scotch tape, right? And you put it on the camera and you do whatever the hell you want to do. You take that scotch tape off. There's no evidence. And you're all good to go. Scotch tape, everyone. Good stuff. But yeah, I think I, I'm a, of a similar stance. I think there's there's got to be a better way to make these batteries. There's got to be a better way, the more, I mean, the more ethical, this. more sustainable. Let me pose a question. Pose, pose me a question, why don't you? Tires. Yeah. How long have they been around for? Oh, they've been around for many years. Hundred. For over a hundred years. Yeah. Over a hundred years. Over a hundred years. And they have not changed the mm. basic principle of tires. I think there's okay. I can they still you. use the same. Is it was it? What's the tree? There's a tree, rubber tree. I think it's a rubber tree, yeah. yeah. But I think there's some th- syntheticness to it now. Yeah, but still, they're s- using the same natural resources. I mean, they definitely sure. have technology to build a More, tire that's yeah. sustainable. I mean, you really think Pirelli's using rubber tree tires? I, I'm sure there's got to be some system like. Well, uh, I mean, they're probably using. 
some synthetic materials for with sure. the tire. Obviously, it's not just straight rubber. Right. But anyways, okay. So what's your what, where's your takeaway? Takeaway is this: cars have not really changed in the past hundred years. And from a sustainability standpoint. Sustainability as well as technologically, <laughs> really. Um, I mean, I don't agree with it, that as much, just because um, your Fiat, your dad's Fiat exists. But continue. What do you mean? How's that happen? Well, do? I would say within the hundred years, we discovered what a turbo, how to use a turbo. I think we discovered ways to make the engines more efficient. Yeah, but let's let's be real. They have the technology to make these cars hover. Who does? But oh, there's definitely technology to make cars hover. Mm, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, continue. We have al- We know aliens, Charlie. All right, so let's <laughs> go back to sustainability real fast before we. What do you mean we have aliens? Well, we just think them up. No, we're not talking about no. This we no. revert. No, let's get into aliens. Let's no, get into we're aliens. not getting into aliens. <laughs> so here's here's my thing on them, right? I think EVs are. I've been super to Area cool. Fifty One. That's great. Did you? Were you one of the Naruto runners? You know, I wish, <laughs> but I got up to the sign, which oh, I did thought was you? pretty cool. Wow. Okay, so I want to talk about two things um, right, from a sustainability away. perspective. I think that there's got to be a better, more ethical way of making these batteries. However. There's someone who thought of, um, of course, it was a German, uh, how to make... German. It was. How to make gas ice cars, internal combustion engines, more sustainable themselves. We talked. About, I talked about this. I've been thinking about it a lot. I just looked it up. Porsche is making an e-fuel um, using CO2 and hydrogen ingredients that are made using renewable energy um, to essentially recreate gasoline. That's smart. So the idea is, right, gasoline is a hydrocarbon, or as the guy that I worked with over the summer called it, a hydrocarbon. Um, and so it's hydrogen and it's carbon. Mm-hmm. And when you combust that, you get CO2 mm-hmm. and, you know, some other you know, mm-hmm. emissions. And whatever they put in there to make the, the fuel run cleaner and all that, that burns off too. Yep. So essentially, it, it's the same idea where if, if you if you put hydrogen and oxygen together, you get water. Water. Yes. Thank you, ASMR Max. You get water, right? And then if you introduce electricity, I believe it's electrolysis that splits it off. It's the same principle that... You are correct. It's, oh my goodness. Who's gotten into you? Uh, someone must have promised you boba. But... um. I don't like Boba actually. Doba. I meant Doba. Doba? Yeah, there you go. You know what? I I But anyways, so th- it's the same principle we'll get to you. Um there's the same principle that hydrogen cars work off. They use electrolysis. Mm-hmm. Um they combine the hydrogen that you pump into the car with oxygen. You make water. It also makes electricity because it's the opposite. It's the, you know, it's the way it works. So the the same principle is what I'm I'm, I'm sure there are, there's a lot more steps to this. But I'm if, sure there is but if you reintroduce the carbon and the hydrogen and some other stuff together, you get essentially what it, gasoline was to begin with. So then you clean. So then I'm sure it's cleaner than what crude oil would would maybe. I, I'm probably spitballing here, but yeah, you, I think you, you're pulling stuff out of your butt. Well, a little okay, but essentially you make this gas renewable because it's just old stuff that you you already burned off, right? Yes. So if you burn what you've already burned, you're still carbon neutral. So I think that's that's pretty that? bl- that's pretty bloody genius, I'd I say. Think so so Porsche now this is going to take an immense no, amount no, no, of power. No, 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 no. Oh, go ahead. What are we saying is the most superior German engineer? All right, keep, keep it PG. Superior? Um I would say Mercedes is up there. Really? I would I would go here's my order. I'd say BMW. Mm, I don't like BMW. I don't love them, but they do have superior no driving I engineering. Think, no. Mm. I think okay, have you actually driven a good BMW. I've been in a, a few BMWs. But here's here's but my have thing. Have you been in an M series? No, cuz I don't know anyone that owns one. Actually, See, that's, that's not true. Why. I do know somebody. Okay, here. No, no, no. Okay. I think that my my favorite's got to be Porsche. Well, yeah, they aesthetically they look the best. True, but also there's a reason why oh, and they the haven't. The GT3 RS is incredible. 
That's what I've heard. That's what I keep hearing. That it's just it's. I drove one. Impeccable. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Epic. Dude. One of these days. It's it's. I'm working like, my way up there. It's not like the most visceral experience, like a Lamborghini, where you sure. hear the the engine behind you, but. Right. The incredible handling and braking of Porsche is unmatched to any car. I mean, Ooh. you feel so planted when you drive the thing. So it's funny because originally they weren't going to make that car anywhere past the 80s. I know. They said this is too a, good. This is enough of the vehicle that we have we have engineered it to its highest capacity. We're going to move on to the 918. Thank goodness they didn't move on to the 918 and leave the 911 alone. 60 years of technological advancements has made that car an absolute aerodynamic, sticky rocket ship. It's incredible. It's amazing. I think they still use flat engines. Do they still use flat engines? Yeah. It's what Subaru could be one day. It's like Subaru's bigger brother. It's just, you know, German and on the other side of the planet. Mm-hmm. But there's one car company from an electric perspective. Uh, when you think of electric vehicles, what do you think of? Tesla, right? Yeah. Tesla. Hummer. Hummer. Oh, that car's that's gonna be cool. Um, you know, if was it Wait, set thirty-seven forty? Are we 40? talking about our our car company from Michigan? We are. Wait, is Rivian from Michigan? Yeah. I thought no. Rivian's in an old Detroit plant that used to be Ford's. Detroit's Michigan. So from Michigan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was in Ohio. Man, I'm all over the board. Yes, it is our it is our EV manufacturer. This is why I'm not a geographer. From Michigan, um, the car company is called Rivian. Uh, this was released uh, 2017, 2018. This is a big deal when it came out. Um, I think they're they are bulletproof, aren't they? No. Or am I thinking of a different one? You're thinking of what the, the Cybertruck is supposed to, the Rimac. Yeah. Uh, Rimac was what. Um, Richard Hammond crashed in the Alps. That's different. That is right. That's a yeah. supercar. Um, no, the Riv- was it? Yeah. What's the big, big... The Marauder? That's that's diesel-powered. Anyways, Rivian is... They don't have it. They're not selling anything right now. They're still in development. But they built, essentially... Which, it's similar to what a Ford... And if you were to take a Ford and a Chevy and make a baby with them, I think that'd be kind of similar to this. But... There are so many elements to this vehicle that just are just amazing. For instance, uh, they don't use carpet. They use a laminate floor so you can wash it out with a hose. Um, the back has an air compressor as well as regular 12 and 24 volt power. Um, there is, for truck owners, um, there's a, you know, a truck has a bed and a cab. Um, they've essentially married the two together and that space underneath the rear seats have been somewhat extended, and so the space between the bed and um, where the cab is supposed to be, they've made what's called a gear tunnel. So you can put, like, surfboards in there and golf clubs. And oh, our, this hold was, on. Hold well, on. You go ahead. Have you seen the new Volkswagen? I'm waiting. Looks like a bus. No, EV. I, no, I haven't. Oh, that concept? I think they're actually making production in a couple years. Was it the Atlas? No. This is a Volkswagen bus. Is bus EV. No way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 2024? Oh, the the ID Buzz? Yeah. Eh. You it's know what, ugly looking. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of one of those vehicles out of Call of Duty um, Black Ops 3. It does kind of. From and the it new kind town? of looks like a really sketchy... Ice cream truck. No, painted <laughs> all white. That'll be the new creeper van. But um, the new creeper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of you know, timid about that wheelbase and the yeah. You know, I'm sure they'll figure it out. They're German. Doesn't it look like some like contraption at the front where like like a little like tongue would pop out at you? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, transform into like some. Starting wacky at forty thousand dollars. That's a little excessive. No, did you see the you. interior though? No, I didn't. I haven't looked that far. Is there an the interior? Interior's kind of sick. Buzz. My beard's itchy. 
Yeah. I wanted to know. Y- you could shave that, you know. But anyways, I know. the real selling, like, I, you know, there's so many other things about the Rivian that I really liked. Um, I such like as, it a lot. Such as the fact that it makes 800-some horsepower and that those horsepowers are divvied up per wheel between four separate motors. Which is pretty incredible. Which is amazing. Which means that the all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive capabilities, um, that is all electrically controlled. It is. Which does pose a drawback. If something's electrically controlled, that means that if the electric system goes down, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, you are kind of hosed. Whereas if you, if it was, you know, mechanical, which is what ICE engines are mostly comprised of, besides some Porsches. Um, and some Audis, um, the, the the mechanical, you know, limited slip differentials. Though those are all, you won't be lost. You'll still have that kind of control. But I, I digress. It also has this fun thing called tank turns, which means it's four it's four wheel steering, but you could like steer all four wheels to the right or to the left, really? and it'll like just kind of like crab walk to the right. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of neat. But that gear tunnel I was talking about, so there's doors to this gear tunnel, right? And so I remember watching the video, and I, w- I watched these gear tunnel doors come down, and I went, if you can't sit on those things, this is just another, like, bloated thing. No one's really thinking about engineering. And the guy goes, and you can stand on them. And the dude just steps on it and just, like, puts his whole body weight on this, like, I don't know, foot-long door that just came off the side. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, a door for a gear tunnel sold me on an electric car. Quote, you can quote me on that. Um, there's also the fact that it cannot um, go under more than a th- uh, meter and a half of water. Not because it'll die, but because the truck is, uh, it'll float. So there's that. Wait, what? <laughs> so this truck is technically fully submersible. It can go up to a meter and a half, three feet of water. Um, the, there's no engine, so the, it's a frunk and a bed and a gear tunnel and all that. Um, but the thing is, it can go deeper if you wanted it to. Um, however, if you go any deeper than a meter, the truck will float. So, That's kind of cool. That is good engineering right there. That is all American in-house engineering. Hell yeah, it Hell is. Hell yeah. Last. Well. Oh, yeah. Well, last I thing about I... this truck. That, this about wraps up the show. Yeah, it does. But last thing about this truck kind of its parting gift when you charge the truck uh, it has a giant like kind of diffused led light bar thing going on in the front it's got real headlights too but that led light bar when you charge it indicates how charged the truck is really so like if if you think about it if you if you roll into a rivian charging lot right if you roll into one of those and you were like oh i don't know how long everyone else is going to be charging here you just look at the front of the truck you go, oh, he's about 50% done. I'll come back in a little bit. And that's kind of sick. That's really cool. Now, don't go around unplugging people because they think they're full. Okay? That'd be bad. That's unethical. That's mean. That's rude. But now you know. Then we'll have to refer to our SPJ code of ethics. Yes, we will. With Dave Linsky. I've said Omhyfer for some reason in my head. But anyways, Max, I think that about I wraps think up. I think that wraps up. That about wraps up tonight's show. Ow, ow. Woo! There's our music. Thank you so much for listening to Audio Joyride tonight. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Oh, yeah. Same bat time, same bat channel. Stay safe. Watch out for deer. Drive a Subaru. And screw the Packers. No, oh, I mean the, the Bears. Bears. <laughs> we like the <laughs> Weirdo.